4: Well, this is why Nick Foles is the quarterback of the Chicago Bears. There are less than five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, whose offense has struggled in the second half, to be kind, gets a 25-yard field goal to push the lead of Tampa Bay out to 19-17 Still, again, just under five minutes to go in the fourth quarter. The Bears will be getting the football back. And, you know, Mike, look, we'll get into this, you know, in a bigger way after the game. But clearly, you know, we've said this about Brady. Some weeks are going to be great. Some weeks are going to be good. Some weeks are going to be meh. And so far, Brady's game tonight is somewhere between meh and good. This is just who you are when you're a 43, 44-year-old quarterback. And you know, look, second half, the first half was good. And then once you got into a couple of minutes before halftime, the Buccaneers' offense has just been moving in mud. Uh, the biggest thing for them is what people forget. The Buccaneers' defense is also pretty good. They have some good playmakers. They have held the Bears down. Now they've got to do it one more time. Yeah, we've watched
5: over the course of the night a couple of big talking points. We we started the show, uh, and I said, "Welcome back, penalties." We are up to fifteen on the night uh, nine. For the Bucks, six for the Bears. Bears are at six for 66. They need to change that because that's like all sorts of evil coming in. (laughs) But we're talking about 150 yards in penalty overall. You just had a couple of nice throws from Brady to Gronkowski.
4: Do you want me to play some Iron Maiden for you? (laughs) Yeah, you can. I lived Uh, alone. (laughs) 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 My mind was blank. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead.
5: Nicely done. You like Number 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 of the Beast. beast. Oh, yeah. Nicely done. Uh, But uh, you've also seen Brady with the offensive line. Uh, Chuck Pagano has been dialing things up. We talked about it. uh, Well, as the second half began, Uh, something Terry Bradshaw mentioned uh, and that we had started to notice was a little bit of a delay. And even that, they don't even need it anymore. You're just watching the offensive line from a a four-man rush uh, with the occasional linebacker off the edge. Uh, getting home on Brady. You had a uh, personal foul penalty that made no sense, where basically it was linemen, two uh, offensive linemen uh, and defensive linemen, they butted heads, uh, but that made Brady lose his mind because he was already starting to see uh, Khalil Max. 52 rub off on him because he'd seen him in the backfield so many times. Uh, it's like, i tired of turning over and, and looking and seeing that it's number 52. Uh, so, a little bit of angst there. The offensive line had been good for the first quarter of the season. Tonight, struggling, but we got ourselves a two-point game. Tons to analyze. Tons to break out. But th- th- there has been a Rob Gronkowski sighting. So, a yo, yo soy fiesta is in the offing. If they He's got three ball. catches tonight now. This is his best game. He's got three catches tonight. Yeah, two for 39 yards in that last drive. One that at the end of, he took a hit, and he had
4: to run a bunch. So he was immediately looking, (laughs) sub, get me out of here. Uh, so we'll keep you updated on that. We got Jay Glazer coming up following the game as well. Uh, Bucks and the bears again, just under five minutes left to go. Nick Foles and the bears will be taking the field momentarily for what could be their final drive of the game. Meanwhile, in major league baseball, Dodgers lead the Padres seven to two right now, bottom of the fourth inning. LA has broken this game open. Uh, they got five in the top of the third inning. Uh, Jock Peterson had a big hit, bringing in a couple of runs. AJ Pollock had an RBI. Uh, this has been a pretty big game for the Dodger offense and somehow Dave Roberts is trending on Twitter and I you know some things I just never get and I go the Dodgers are winning this game seven to two they've looked great the entire postseason what Possibly your Dodger fans upset about. I mean, what what could you possibly be upset about? Right, you're up by five runs. You're going to be back, but you're going to be playing in the fifth inning. You're five innings away from the NLCS. I I don't understand what 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 is Dave Roberts done? I I, I don't get it. It's like it's it's like well, Pedro Bias is a guy we can't make fun of him anymore. We need Joe Kelly to close. We need something to complain about. Oh, it's going to be Dave Roberts. I really I don't I don't get it. They're up seven two in the fourth inning. Yes, they've used three pitchers. Urias has come in and he's looked really good. Uh, but I I, I don't get it. I don't get I don't get the Dave Roberts tonight. I really no. Understand.
5: That's that's what exactly what it is that the fact that <laughs> Dustin May only threw seventeen pitches before leaving. So that's enough to keep you trending, uh, as you watch this game unfold. At the, and you're through four innings, so who knows how many more you're going to see? As we talked about, you're trying to close out the Padres, whatever it takes. But. Dodger fans who are already uh, always wring their hands and have some issues with bullpen management of Dave Roberts in the past, including last night, right? Kenley Jansen uh, was out there a little bit longer than perhaps he should have been. Do your requisite number of batters. He's struggling. Out. Uh, so people were a little bit agitated yesterday when that one almost got away. And then again today, 16 pitches, seven of them for strikes. And then May was out. So uh, yeah, a- angry. And, and angsty the Dodger fans because this is it, man. This is it. You've talked about it. We've talked about it a ton. If things go south here, he's got a picture next to Marv Levy. And Marv Levy's a fantastic man, a fantastic storyteller, and a hell of a coach. But he never got over. It.
4: No, and, and I get that. Fans I, don't want to see that one. <laughs> there will be so many times where that can happen. I, I understand that. But what have the Dodgers done this postseason except win every game? And if they if they hold on for another five innings with a five run lead, they're to the NLCS undefeated. I, I, I get there's a time and a place when because look, Dave Roberts does things with his bullpen that I understand you were, but. I mean, really, it's like, okay, well, I'm preemptively complaining right now. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I want to stake my time. I'm complaining about Dave Roberts right now. I just, what I'm going to do right now. But nothing's happened. Doesn't matter. I want to get it on the record that I'm complaining about Dave Roberts. So when something really does happen, I can go back and go, see, I was the first guy to complain about it right here. See, I had it right here. Well, when things that. were going good, I knew things were going to go bad. I'm complaining right here.
5: Well, but you have that. You have the change of venue, which again, uh, doesn't make much sense uh, as Dodgers are number one seed, huh? Yeah, send them to Texas <laughs> so, in, in a bigger ballpark. And we saw the ball flying out of the yard yes, yesterday, so it really didn't matter. But uh, as we're watching this game unfold, there was already the pre-series anger over that decision, right? That the bubble for the NL left Southern California, and now they had to watch the Astros celebrate on their field. So that that's not good either. But yeah, I think everybody's just looking for something to be a little bit salty about uh, at this point. And the people are mad. You know, I was mm-hmm. trying to explain this to a friend of mine. I've told the story on air. I'll tell it again in, in the 30 second version. People now roll down their windows to yell at me in their cars because I'm out walking my dog without a mask on. It's me and the damn dog and nobody else.
4: And no, no, that's me. I, 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 I tell those people, hey, here's where he's going to be walking. Go and just yell stuff out. Yell stuff about Northwestern, whatever you want. Just, he'll be the guy in the purple shorts. You can't miss him. It's true. But the point being, people are just looking to yell
5: about something. So I think they're <laughs> going after Dave Roberts just because. It's an annual tradition that somewhere along the way, they didn't like the bullpen management or a, a batting change, right? It brought a pinch hitter in they didn't particularly care for, whatever the case may be. And and so they're just getting it out of their systems now.
4: Twitter at how about a Fresca, Mike at swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Meanwhile, elsewhere in Major League Baseball, we are going to get Game Five of the ALDS between the Rays and the Yankees because of this.
2: Here is Chapman's payoff pitch to Brasso. Cut on and miss. Struck him out swinging. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. And they win the game they had to win,
4: 5-1. And now they force a fifth and final. Well, that, that's good. So, they, yes, because when you're down 2-1 to one and it's a five-game series, you have to win game four or the series is over. That is analysis that you get from John Sterling and nobody else. Uh, But there's a couple of things coming off this game that just ended, right? Number one, this was a game that really was a must-win for the Rays because now you're facing Garrett Cole in game five. And look – at. He's one of the top three pitchers in all of baseball. Right now, he's probably the best pitcher in all of baseball. It's intimidating to face him. Even though he didn't have a great game one, it was good enough. And now you're giving him the ball in a winner-take-all game five. The Astros are the happiest team in the world because now they're only going to have to face Garrett Cole once, uh, most likely, in the in the series. Maybe twice depending on how long it goes. But for the Yankees and tomorrow now, I'm feeling great about my Yankees because you know, I picked them to go to the World Series before the playoff started. But Something's come up, Mike, that I really wonder about with Garrett Cole and the Yankees, because after the game tonight, you know, and, and, and comments for game five are starting to come out and Aaron Boone makes the, you know, the, the not surprise announcement that Garrett Cole is going to start game five. And for the second time in these playoffs, we're getting quotes from Yankee players saying, this is why we paid him all that money for game five. Right. It happened earlier in the play, the first game he pitched in the in, in the postseason, and now it's happening now as we go to game five. This is why we got this is why we paid him all that money. Luke Voigt said it following the game tonight. Other players said it previously in the playoffs. And I just wonder, because Garrett Cole's a different dude. Right? Remember last year when when the Astros got eliminated, he wouldn't do any interviews because he said, Well, I'm not an Astro anymore because I'm a free agent, so you gotta talk to these other guys. It's like, whoa, dude, your team just got eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. and you, you don't want to talk about it. I'm not in this team anymore. I'm a free agent. It's like, okay, come on, man. That so, was so pretty really- cool,
5: though. Yeah, like it was pretty – but, but it, it
4: tells you that, that you know, listen, you could say something nice about your teammates, the guys you sweated with for the past few years, the guys you stole signs with, the guys that you that helped you <laughs> win the World Series, all these things, you could have done that. But instead he chooses to play the, oh, no, no, I, I'm not on this team anymore card. I mean, right after the game is over? So what does that mean? You don't go back on the team plane? you got to figure out your own way home? You're done. Listen, your employment's at an end. Thank you. Sign right here. Sign right here. And, you know, maybe we'll call you in the offseason. season. But here's the Yankees again, and yes, he hasn't had a lot of time with the team, but when do you ever hear teammates say something about a teammate that they need confidence in to say, this is why we paid him all that money? So I really wonder what the image and, and what kind of relationship he has with his teammates that this has become a common refrain. From fans, I get it. Because fans, of course, they're going to say, hey, this is why we paid Cole all that bleeping money. You see that money he got? And look, when he gets paid, it gets overcovered. And look, he's getting paid X amount of dollars per start. There's a lot of jealousy. I get that. But when you're that kind of level of a pitcher, and you you command that money on the open market. But to see the Yankees say this and more than a couple of guys say... This is why we paid him that money. That's not something you normally say about a teammate before a big game. It's usually, hey, Garrett Cole's the best pitcher in baseball. We have all the confidence in this guy. We love him. We can't wait to get out there. But instead, it's that's why we paid him all that money. So is it the the contract that upsets a lot of people? Is he he a guy that rubs his teammates the wrong way? Because this is not generally how you talk about a teammate who is a beloved guy that you really need to come through for you in a big game. This is kind of how you see Yankee teammates talk about A-Rod. And you know what kind of relationship that Yankee teammates had with A-Rod when he was there. It's just really weird that this is how they speak about Garrett Cole before a big game.
5: Well, I'm going to uh, write a quick note to John, John Paul Morosi, find out what the relationship is really like. Because if <laughs> Garrett Cole was quick to say, hey, I'm no longer part of this team, beat it. Uh, I'm going to go out of limb and say he's not all warm and fuzzy and embraces and, and hey, what's your kid's name? What's your girlfriend's name? Let's write this down in the book. What's their birthdays? Uh, We'll have some stuff sent. We'll get one of those uh, edible arrangements so you get all sorts of fruit. We'll have it shaped, you know, like the Yankee logo or maybe a picture of Jeter's head, Uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, So I've got to wonder if there isn't a little bit of something to that, that he's seen as a bit of a mercenary of, well, I went to the highest bidder. Let's go. Uh, and so that's how his teammates respond and how the managerial team responds as well. It's like, this is what we paid him for. Now, now he's got to show up and earn his cash. I, I'm okay really with it. I, I like it. Let's just cut to the chase. No warm, fuzzy stuff. Look, the Dodgers may all love each other, and Dark Grotterall might be the ringleader of all of it, based on <laughs> last night. But <laughs> doesn't mean you've got to be warm and f- fuzzy. It could be all just business in the Bronx.
4: Yeah, and and I understand that. But just, just the way to go to that length of this is why we paid now, it's almost as if they're challenging him. Like the guy needs to be challenged. The guys, the guys, friggin' lights out, right? The guy's that good. But like, you need to say, "Yep, this is why we paid." Now let's see, let's see you come through for us and earn that money. And why? And I don't just don't. That's not a healthy way to treat a teammate. <laughs> it's not a healthy way to talk about a teammate. <laughs> where it's just like, now, yeah, I'll well, see it. Now, let's see it. No, nah, he's Winston Wolfe for crying um, out loud. Almost as he's if he's coming like in in the tuxedo and he's just going to clean the mess up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the coffee. Oh, very good. Uh, almost as if it's like, and if you fail, I'll be happy. Because I'll say, ha, you're not worth all that money. Oh, wait, but my team just lost. We're out of the playoffs. But I was right. Ha ha. It, it's, it's just really weird to see people say that. Especially, you know, especially players that, that aren't pitchers that don't listen you don't know what it means to go through to mentally to, to pitch and be stuff in the playoffs and all this usually when they talk about it, everybody kind of kind of you know stays their arms length against pitch it's why the offensive players don't complain about defensive players normally in the NFL and when it does there's a big problem hitters don't complain about pitchers on their own team it's just certain things listen your knowledge of this position is not where you're at the point where you should be complaining about it but to have hitters everyday players are the ones who are saying yeah, let's, let's, let's see what you got let, let, let's see let's Let's see. This is why we paid you all that money. Let's see what you have in Game 5 for us tomorrow night. Oh, by the way, I, I, I don't understand that. I, I, I really wonder what that's like in the locker room with the Yankees. And if somehow they lose Game 5, I, I, I wonder what that big reaction is going to be if Cole has another game where he's okay, but he's not great. Right? Like he pitches fine like he did in game one, but he doesn't pitch great. It's not eight innings of three hit ball and 14 strikeouts, and the Yankees win six to one. If it's not that kind of night, what's the response going to be? Yeah, but you know what the
5: greatness is? We've got that, and we've got game five tomorrow night. (laughs) Two game fives for you on Fox Sports Radio. We'll be cursing them up and down for your Yankees and Frostburg's Lakers and your Heat.
4: And Mike and I will be here because, hey, this is what they paid us all that money for, is to host a show. So that's uh, we that's will right. be here for no, that.
5: That's, I, I get tired... Texted things like that all the time,
4: <laughs> all the time. It's like well, I usually, that's why they pay you all that money. I usually get, are you working tonight? You working tonight? What are you gonna say about this? That's what I get from my friends. Hey, are you working tonight? It's Wednesday. Why wouldn't I be working? Right? Okay. What? Sometimes I get it's Saturday night. Hey, are you working tonight? I go, dude. When's the last time I worked on Saturday? Come on, man. What are you What are you talking about? I I, I not worked on. I used to work on Saturday, but that was like twelve years ago when I worked on Saturday. I don't work on Saturdays anymore. I, that's what I usually get. Yeah, you working tonight? What are you gonna say about this? Oh, it's okay. Time for the so return of the Mac. I don't know. <laughs> uh speaking of return, and TJ maybe not Khalil Mac, but the return of the Bears offense. Right now, just under two minutes left to go. The Buccaneers could not run out the clock, could not get a first down. They punt back to the Bears, who take over near midfield. Obviously, the Bears are in two-down territory right now. They trail the Buccaneers. 19-17, they are facing a third and eight at midfield. Does Nick Foles have any more magic To beat Tom Brady, and well, let's face it, on that last play, that Jimmy Graham didn't catch, was a little bit of pass interference. That was an interference
5: call. They finally let one go. Yeah, they they didn't throw the flag. Well, hey, you were complaining about (laughs) flags. They stopped. I'm just saying, there's one to throw. There have been a couple of hits on quarterbacks where it's like, all right, go ahead and you know beat the hell out of them on both sides. Then there've been some suspect calls. That was quite obvious pass interference. (laughs) They just shrug and move the other way.
4: Uh, but the Bears do get the first down. Hey, an Anthony Miller sighting. Yeah, Thank I remember goodness him. He- Thank goodness he's on our bench in fantasy. Uh, He just catches a big (laughs) pass on third and nine, just gets past the stick for the first down. So the Bears creeping ever closer to field goal range, still a minute 50 left in this game. When we return, are we talking about a huge Bears comeback win in St. Nick and Tom Brady's overrated? Or is it, hey, Tom Brady's the best and the Buccaneers are four and one and they're going to the Super Bowl? Well, it'll be one of those. Keep it right here. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, you are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio Tom Brady's never been hotter. Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 PM Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Joining us now on the hotline, NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, longtime friend of the show, Jay Glazer. Jay, I'll tell you what: of all the ways to start the interview, I never in a million years would have thought Tom Brady didn't know what down it was on the final play of the game was going to be how we're going to start this interview.
8: <laughs> really uh, associate Tom Brady and brain farts in the same sentence? Ever? It's exactly what happened, though. It just never happens. I mean, you see that final Even play. Even so, regardless, I, I still didn't get the throw, though, itself. Trying to really thread that in. Cameron Braid, and that one I didn't really get. But regardless for him to, you know, I, I guess he's thinking, oh, let me just take a gamble because I
4: got one, one more down
8: left. But, right. yeah, you
4: just don't see that from Tom Brady ever. No, I wonder if maybe, maybe the play was changed, and Brady thought because it was, no, no, I don't like this, we'll go here because I have fourth down to get six yards if right. this play doesn't work right. out. Oof. Exactly right.
8: That's what I'm saying. It's like alright i'm gonna just i'm gonna it a shot here in cameron Brave. it's uh, it's not the greatest you know uh it, it's more of a high uh, a low percentage pass but i have fourth down to come up here to go with the low percentage pass wow
4: all right so you definitely need to tape your next conversation with bruce arians and then play it back for us on the show
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs>
4: we're a family
8: show <laughs>
5: This is true. It was good to see that. the family back together uh, on Fox on Thursday night here, Jay. And oh, you guys had great, cookie. Ma'am. Your face was on a cookie for crying out loud. Oh, my God.
8: Hey, none of that. Remember in Seinfeld, they're like, look at the cookie. <laughs> it was a good cookie. I'm not going to lie to you. I ate one of them.
4: I'm not gonna there tell you go. One.
5: <laughs> okay. Okay.
4: Uh, Jay, overall, this game tonight, you know, somehow, for whatever reason, I remember talking about with you for a long time with the Eagles, for whatever reason, the Eagles just played better with Nick Foles than they played with Carson Wentz. For whatever reason, the Bears just play a little bit better with Nick Foles than with Mitchell Trubisky. I don't know what it is with Nick Foles, but it's it certainly you can't deny that what his track record has been since coming in, winning big games and coming in relief. It's amazing. Well,
8: I'll, I'll tell you what, it's Nick's rhythm. Nick has such a great rhythm, and that's why he's streaky. He gets in this pace, this rhythm, boom, 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 boom. It's just like, man, all of a sudden it just clicks with guys. And So, like, in Philadelphia, they agreed Carson Wentz, obviously a better player. But the offense was in a better rhythm with Nick Foles. And same here in Chicago. It takes him a little bit, and he struggled the first game. He struggled this game coming out, but all of a sudden he gets in this rhythm. And once he gets in that rhythm... It's so hard to get him out of it, and the players love it. They, they just – man, they, they all rally around it because they, they feel this rhythm. They feel it, pick it up. And once you could see Nick kind of get into it, everybody else is like, hey, we're good now.
5: All right, we're golden. Saw the offense come yeah, and, alive. And by, by, the way, yeah.
8: by the way, just to you know, um, when Nick signed here with the Bears, right, obviously he thought there was a good possibility that he'd be able to go and start. So his base salary is $8 bucks where Trubisky's was, I think, four and change or or five whatever. So this move was not a temporary move to see if Nick Foles could play well. If he doesn't, we go back to Trubisky. This was communicated to both that it's a permanent move. It is Nick Foles' team moving forward. I I will give Mitch Trubisky a lot of credit because he walked over to Foles after he got benched and he said, hey, you got my back those first three weeks. I have to get your back now. I got you. Right, So Trubisky, give him all the credit in the world. Um, and he may turn out to be in a situation where you know, he has to go and grow with somebody else like, I don't know, like Ryan Tannehill did. But his career as a starter for the Bears, it's over. They're not going back to Mr. Trubisky. Foles, if he hits certain incentives, will end up making an extra $6 million this year in incentives, and it will automatically double into next year, so that twelve million dollars. So get six
5: for this year and six for next year. So it'll make an extra twelve million bucks if he can hit some incentives. Wow, it'll chip a couple off to Santos for actually being a bears field goal kicker that can make one. All right, uh Jay, the uh hell came to Frogtown. Last last week we had the first first postponement of the game and we were able to flip Tennessee and Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore gets involved and we do that. And now it, it becomes a bigger deal where we're moving things right. on um, a couple more nights, New England's got to move again. Uh, is there any, I guess, furthering on the idea of pausing or coming up with another plan, or is this just going to be piecemeal throughout the rest of the season by the NFL? No, you
8: know, look, we're kind of getting upset what's going on, but baseball went through a similar thing, right, early on. Went through the same thing. Um, there was, you know, obviously an outbreak. And was it the was it the Phillies originally, or the Mar- who was it, or was it? The Marlins, right? Yeah,
5: the Marlins first, yep.
8: Right, but then all of a sudden, boom, 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 it's, 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 it's just you know, steamrolled and so many others, and they, they dealt with it. The NFL is in the same situation. They're not looking to shut things down. And it's even fluid for this week because right now, the Titans against the Bills is moved to Tuesday, and then the Thursday game goes to this weekend, and they're not even positive what day of the weekend. I know it's been reported that it's Sunday, but that's not positive yet that it's going to be a Sunday. But if more Titans players test positive, then that Tuesday game goes away, and that Thursday game that was Bills-Chiefs goes back to being a Thursday game. Did I say that right? So, yeah. Again, <laughs> right? So, so, the, so the Bills-Chiefs, which will be played two days later, is going to be now on the weekend, but it's not set in stone what day on the weekend yeah. yet. It can't be Saturday because that's antitrust laws with, with um, college football. It could be Sunday, and I know it's been reported Sunday, but it could be Monday, possibly. It's, it's just, that's not set in stone.
4: No, Jay, you got it all right, and this is just hours after uh, you hanging out with Snoop Dogg, so I'm pretty impressed with that. That's pretty good. No, that was from back in the day. Oh, so it was? Oh.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> of course. I can't, our gym's closed, Unbreakable's
8: closed. But that was great. How about this? My mom gets, of all things, I'm sitting there working last week, Fox and Fox foxing Sunday, and my mom... Uh, text me to lay Jewish guilt Tommy that I'm not practicing social distancing and masks because she <laughs> saw the whole post with Stallone and got you out i my like Come uh, on, listen, <laughs> I'm working, appreciate your help, but FBS means flashback Friday, so kind of let me go. And she just writes back from two days ago. I'm like, seriously, you're doing this really on a day that I'm, I'm doing football? And why is my mom creeping on my Instagram? That's the
5: question. That means you must need to call more, Jay. I think is is that. It's I mean, like, well, if I got to find it on social media.
4: Oh God. Oh, Jay, I th- I'm smelling a commercial, like the ones that Anthony Anderson does with his mom when she's calling about T-Mobile. I'm smelling one with you and your mom, like calling you when you're on the air. Oh, but I had a question oh, for no. you, Jay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. He's on What's Twitter. jay well how come my phone what do i need to do to get my phone to be able to download mom i'll call you back uh he's on twitter at jay glazer that is at jay glazer a longtime friend of the show check out all the great work he's doing vetsandplayers.org. keep feeling better my friend thanks for stopping by we'll talk to you next week
8: as we're doing this if you hear me munching i'm eating one of the cookies (laughs) nicely done
5: (laughs) which character are you eliminating now
8: it's, uh, it's, none of the, it's none of the players. It's, a, it's the Thursday night football one. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't feel right putting Harry or Terry or one of those guys in, in my, in, oh, sheesh, in my Voodoo stomach. Voodoo cookie.
4: No, what, I do mean, it. you know. What if it was a couldn't straight hand it. cookie?
5: Definitely couldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Burn it.
1: <laughs> See you, buddy. We'll talk to you. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Geico Studios, where, my goodness, who knew that an NFL player just holding up four fingers was going to give you an entire day's worth of... All kinds of content. That's right. Let's is- start talking about the four horsemen, baby. <laughs> Woo! This, is, this is where we're at right now. I'm with a drunk Mike Harmon who is Woo! celebrating his Bears going to 4-1. That and is one, right. Beating Tampa Bay 20-19. to 19. And uh, a big part of that is because Tom Brady forgot what down it was at the end of the game and so pissed off at the end, he did not go to midfield for handshakes. Now, let's do this in order because we're going to hear from Brady. We'll hear from Bruce Arians, who, oh, boy, if Bruce Arians uh, said what he said about Tom Brady a couple weeks ago about needing to play better, I wonder if we're going to get the, you got to know what down it is. How do you not know what down it is? Everybody's got to know what down it is. Or if he decides... Boy, if I really say something, Tom's gonna get really mad. So I'm just gonna blow it off and say everybody makes mistakes. Uh, I understand Tom Brady. You know, no one's harder on himself uh, than, than than he is, and so I, he understands. And look, we lost this as a team. There were other chances we have to win this game. But meanwhile, Bruce Arians has to be saying inside. How the bleep does the guy not know what down it is? He's Tom Brady. Tom, Bra- How does Tom Brady not know what down it is on the biggest play of the game? Oh, boy, I'll tell you, that Kangol hat is really sweaty for Bruce Arians right now.
5: I'll tell you what's great right now, though, is you go through the list of what's trending in the sporting universe in the good old Twitterverse. Number one, Buccaneers, Bears. Sure, mm-hmm. fine. A couple of promoted things, uh,
4: J.R. Smith.
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Dave Roberts still trending in California.
4: (laughs) Yeah, and Trubisky. All right, it's like it's like how do you figure out what like what could possibly have happened tonight? If I would say, okay, here we are after the Buccaneers, but you know nothing about what happened today in the world of sports. You just knew the games, right? Buccaneers Bears are going to play. Okay, great. Uh, You know we got baseball playoffs. Okay, great. And here are your top trending topics: J.R. Smith, Trubisky, and TB twelve. There's your top trending topics. TB12 apparently doesn't help you remember what down it was. So, of all, you can wear those sleep recovery uh, pajamas all you want, not going to help you remember what down it was. Oh, if I had only just not worn the TB12. So here's how it broke down, and you're going to hear the play. The Buccaneers had kicked the field goal to go up 19-17 early in the fourth quarter. The Bears go down and answer. Nick Foles, who didn't have a great game, but he was good enough when it counted the most, throws a couple of great passes to get the Bears into field goal range, passes that Mitchell Trubisky probably would not have made. And Cairo Santos kicks the go-ahead field goal with just under two minutes left to go. So the Buccaneers get the football back and things start off okay on the drive for them. Uh, I was worried the Bears were going to play too loose uh, for for you, buddy, because I know I don't want you really hammered uh, after the game because you you need to work for a couple more hours. Uh, But the first play is a first down pass. They get the ball out near the 40-yard line as Brady throws one to Mike Evans. Okay, everything is fine. So it's first and 10 for Tampa Bay at the 37-yard line with a minute left to go. Brady throws incomplete deep, right to Mike Evans and this is a pass that really should have been a big completion but Brady threw the ball out of bounds Mike Evans was open the Bears DB had fallen down and this should have been a completion right where was the
5: route supposed to be broken off whatever else we it's a
4: missed opportunity for sure and put it on Brady so well only because the ball goes out of bounds You know, I I feel like it it, it wasn't like he broke one way and ran away from the ball. It's like he came back and Brady put the ball to a spot where it was going out of bounds. But something did he not something like uh, that?
5: And and the comeback early enough or whatever the case may be. Either way, uh, it's a missed opportunity to a receiver who'd gotten himself wide
4: open. So it's second down and 10. Brady throws a short pass over the middle to Vaughn, who gains four yards. So now they're out up over the 40 yard line. So now it's third and six. They're going no huddle. Brady throws an incomplete pass short left to Gronk. So now it's fourth and six at Tampa Bay's 41-yard line, and this is it. But, hey, listen, I've seen Tom Brady play football plenty of times. I know that when it's fourth and six, he's going to get seven or eight. He'll throw the ball just past the stick. He'll find a way because I've seen him do it his entire career. And here's the fourth down play for the Buccaneers and where things got really interesting. Nick Foles.
5: Is on the winning end of his matchup with Tom Brady yet again. Yeah,
4: it looks like Brady lost the down. He was thinking it was third down. That can happen when you clock the ball. You you forget that as being one of the downs, but he clearly looked like he thought he had another shot at it. Yeah, you're right.
5: He lost track of the downs. He went for a bigger shot there on fourth down than just trying to dump it off and pick up a first down.
2: Yeah.
4: Joe Buck and Troy Aikman on Big Fox, the big fourth down pass over the middle to Cameron Braid, as they alluded to there, it was not a high percentage play. And the the reason that it's a big deal, because after this is when you see Brady holding up four fingers, that – wait, this is fourth down now. Well, where's everybody going? This is fourth down. Right, we and he stood out forward. there for a while. Yeah, we have yeah. one more play. It's fourth down. Where are you guys all going? It's fourth down. He had to walk over to the official. The official said, no, that was fourth down. I'm sorry. And obviously everybody else in the stadium knowing it was fourth down, but him, is more than a little embarrassing. But the reason this is a big deal is this. Because, you know, I-, I walked out and my wife said to me, so what's a big, I mean, like, they-, they he still tried for a first down. And I said, yeah, but here's the big thing is that, I've watched Tom Brady play a long time. I know that when it's fourth down, he needs it. He's not gonna take a chance on a play. He's not gonna throw a fade. They're not gonna they're not gonna call a play that's a low percentage play downfield. And that's what this was. When you need six yards, Brady's gonna make sure you get at least seven or eight. Right? He's not gonna throw the ball short of the stick. He's gonna make sure, hey, this play is going here. We'll go to the middle of the field, then I'll clock the ball. All these things can happen. But there's no way he makes that throw if it's fourth down. He finds some way to hit a receiver in the middle of the field, wherever it is where hey, he's got enough cushion on a DB and we're going to we're going to make the play here and get the first down and get another four downs and live to fight another day. We don't need to get that much further cuz we're up near midfield. We got to get another 20 yards. We got a whole minute to do it. Everything is going to be just fine. That's the kind of throws I have seen Tom Brady make his entire career and that's why this is such a big deal because forget that what down it was, it would have been a different play. Brady would have thrown the ball someplace else. And you wonder if Brady is wondering, why was I going to get this ball? You're going to throw the ball to me? Really? All the way down here? This, this, this is the play I'm going to get? This is why it's such a big deal. And for Brady now, he's got to be walking around going... This is just going to be awful. I, I'm surprised. I'd be surprised if he even talked to the media because he walked off without shaking hands with Nick Foles, which we'll get to. I wonder if this be a night where he says, I'm taking the fine. I'm not talking to anybody because this is so bad for him because already the Tom Brady haters that want to see him fail, that think he's done and over. And, and look, I, I don't I don't. know. I'll tell you how I feel about Tom Brady and what he is. He's a quarterback that right now is going to give you great games. He's going to give you good games, and he'll give you subpar games. This is where you're at. He still can give you great games, right? He's still a really good quarterback, but when you're 43, 44 years old, you're clearly not the same guy. What I said at the beginning of the year is true. This is still a 10-11 win team, and they're going to wind up making the playoffs. But for all the Brady haters who are just waiting for him to fall off a cliff, suddenly he has handed that to them on a silver platter. All day tomorrow, it's going to be Tom Brady is done. Other guys don't forget this, Aaron Rodgers doesn't forget what down it was, even Dak Prescott doesn't forget what, even the Jets don't forget what down it was, they forget to bring a quarterback but they forget all these things it is going to be, boy, can Tom Brady still be that guy and even though it's a brain cramp and, a, and and, a, and just a, a mistake that I'm sure he's going to go down and go, that's one of the worst mistakes i made in my life. It's a regular season one that he's got to fight his way back from, but boy, this is going to define him for a while. Because the last thing you need when you're a player where people are questioning if you're still that talented is you give them a reason to go, oh man, really, you didn't know what down it was? On the biggest play of the game, you didn't know what down it was? This is This is the worst optic you could possibly have right now if you're Tom Brady.
5: Well, you never want to open the door to other criticism. You're already going to wear it because you lost to the Bears, right? And even if you had eked out a win, plenty of folks had said, ah, you should have lit lit this team up, forgetting again that they were a top-10 scoring defense coming in. Just because they were manhandled by the Colts a week ago doesn't mean they gave up a ton of points. It was the Rodrigo Blankenship show, just like it was your guy Nick Folk tonight, right? Mm -hmm. Time and time time again. So what we're looking at is it pushes forward with Brady. The same old narratives are out there. We already see the same old jokes out there, right? The the same ones that everybody runs after every loss. And I gave uh, credit to Nick Folk. It's Ryan Suckup, the other all-name team kicker, of course, uh, who kept them in the game. But you, you got to you got to find sevens, right? If you're going to have some of those long, protracted drives early on, you got to make it work. They're going to look at the penalties. They're going to look at the problems. There's a lot that went into this beyond Tom Brady in that fourth down call, but that's the pressing thing. And when the GOAT argument is always up for debate, because, look, we'll have it again tomorrow, right? Whatever happens in that Lakers game, if they lose and my, your Heat get another game, what's going to happen? Oh, he can't be the GOAT. Look, they're undermanned and whatever, and they can't even close him out wearing the Mamba jerseys and everything. And he wins, (laughs) and the bubble's no good for some, and then the LeBron lovers will go nuts. With Tom Brady here, the ledger is still open to try to find any cracks in the history to kind of kill off what the narrative can be. And so that's certainly when you forget what down it is. Or try to pretend that you forgot what down it is, or whatever the reality is. That you you've certainly given your critics uh, license, and you dropped a game that I don't know that you pick up the, the fourth down, but if you call a different play or do a different check, that you at least give yourself a puncher's chance, right? Suck up was four of four. Maybe he goes five of five and you kick a game winner at the end. But uh, as as it goes, uh, this is one he's going to have to wear for a while. It's far worse than the last pass as a Patriot being a a pick six. This one he's got to wear because it's a new city. He was supposed to be the savior. And based on what the Lightning had already done and what the Rays are trying to do, he was supposed to be part of the triumvirate, man, and he let him down
4: you know it almost would have been better for him if he just had a bad game like say they lost 20 to 19 and Brady threw for like 180 yards and he threw a touchdown and three picks it would almost have been better off that he had a bad game because you could easily shrug it away and go okay thursday night short week tough game look he just threw for five touchdowns on sunday and beat the chargers we're fine everything is good but a play like this you go man cuz that that's so frustrating because that's something where if it was if Mitchell Trubisky did that On the final drive of the game, would be the guy would never see the field again. If this was most other quarterbacks, it would be how do you do that? How, how, do you, how do you not remember what down it was? And you make a different play because of it. It would have been better off if he just stunk, because you could at least throw that away and go, well, you know what, the Bears' defense is decent. Uh, you know They hit him a couple of times, and they got, they got to him in the second half, which is what you need to do, and that kept Brady off balance a bit. He's still missing one of his best receivers. So, okay, you know, he's missing his best tight end, doesn't have the, quite the weapons he thought he was going to have. So, all right, you know, I kind of get that. It would have been better off for him to do that than it was to be forget what down it was.
5: Well, Bruce Arians, in meeting the media, said, quote, Tom Brady knew it was fourth down. We got that from our executive producer, Justin Frostberg, passing that along. So uh, now the uh, the ball is in Brady's court uh, to respond to all of this mess. But, yeah, if he just had a miserable game, but some big throws, took some big hits, some missed opportunities, uh, Once. once like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, right? Trubisky trying to get the ball to Jimmy Graham. He couldn't get his arms over his head a couple of times. Well, and then he made a spectacular catch today. So let's talk about that. That's a whole other thing. But the, mm. the that was Rob Gronkowski uh, on a ball downfield. Couldn't get his arms up outstretched to, to make a play on one down the field. Uh, that would have been a huge first down catch. But the fourth down play again, you know, who's who's calling it in? And who's going through the checks? Does Brady have veto authorization? <laughs> right? I mean, just go all the way through it. I, I want to know. I want to know, man, because right now Brady's the one that's going to wear it all. But does Arians have a part in it? Does Leftwich have a part in it? Or is it is it all on Brady to get up to the line and, you know, have carte blanche to make the call? I would assume the latter, but this is fun.
4: I'll tell you that is stunning to see Bruce Arians say Brady knew what down it was. Yeah. Because now now this throws open the possibility of look, and I've always said this that you know, look and we had fun with it tonight. Like, you know, some of the Tom Brady playbook is always whenever the team isn't playing well, I'm going to yell at, yell at my teammates because it looks like it's not my fault, right? Certain things you always see. Somehow, Brady always knows when the camera's on him and when the team is struggling, I'm yelling at my teammates. So, mate, it's not my fault. But, boy, that, now you're saying if Bruce Arians is right, we're going to hear from Bruce Arians coming up in a few minutes. If you're saying Bruce Arians says Tom Brady knew what down it was, now you're thinking, was Tom Brady just pretending he didn't know so he could salvage the fact that he made a bad play and couldn't win the game? Because that's really where you're at right now. Why would yeah. you sit there and go fourth down if you knew it was fourth down, only to make yourself look better? I mean, that, Yeah, I think that's he, looked, a, I mean, he made himself look infinitely worse. Right, right. At and least here, that, you just say, hey, he took the
5: shot downfield. And we could argue play call, we could argue down distance and clock and everything else, but... Uh, holding up the four fingers, all we got is four horsemen memes. That's
4: oh, it. wow. This is, I mean, this is a sizzling story now because of Bruce Arian's response. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that
1: every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field.